7: I'm so nervous, my Carmen. I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. You're not playing in the game. I'm so nervous. Unless you bet it, you've got nothing riding on the game. Just sit back and
5: enjoy it. Dude, it was over, right? It was, oh, my goodness, the Knicks are going to lose. Oh, halftime. They're going home. They're playing terribly. Julius
7: Julius Randle was showing Everything.
5: Every, it's 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 awful. The moment's too big for Julius Randall. Everything, and then it was rise, and then it was Undertaker sitting up in the ring, rise. Then the Knicks sit up, and now they're up five with four minutes to go. This will be the longest four minutes of my life. I mean, really, it's going to be the longest four minutes because they could. Then you. Then I've got to say this: oh you God. have lived a pretty good life. I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous right now. Because you know what? Listen, it's been a while since you know you get to the sports stress part of our lives, which is pretty awesome. Look, I didn't sure. really have any stress during the football season. Syracuse won one game and the Jets won two. So I had Fair no point. stress. They were awful, right? NCAA tournament was great, right? It was that sports stress, but that was just a couple of times. I'm like, wow, this is this is really great. And now this Yeah, is but you were playing with house money year. when you got there, so oh, there's sure. no stress. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're supposed to win this. We're supposed to win this series. We're supposed to win this, and the Knicks are up five with three and a half left to go and Madison Square Garden's going absolutely crazy. I mean, I'm so nervous right now, and the Knicks are gassed, and they are so gassed. The Hawks are doing whatever they want to defense offensively. They're throwing alley-oops to each other. They're getting in the lane. Bogdanovich is getting to the rack. He's going through four guys. I mean, They are doing whatever they can to get back in this, and they are getting there, but uh, the Knicks, I mean, can they hold on for three and a half minutes. I mean it. I, this is like, I feel like it's the direction of the franchise. If they win this game, everything is good. We, but if they don't win this game, it's, we got to blow it up. We got to get some stars in it can score. We can't just do this defensive thing. It's like the Clippers and the, and the Mavericks. I'm so nervous right now.
7: I'm enjoying watching this play out, right? Trey Young putting on a show. Uh, Derek Rose in the little uh, Fountain of Youth kind of thing. Uh, A guy who's gone through a lot physically. It's always good to see him rise up. He's done it the last couple of years in spurts, but now he's the leader of the team. That mm. is, that cannot be disputed. No. As much as you've got your most improved player yes. award, that's great. But yeah. your leader uh, is Derek Rose yeah. without a, without question. Which, so, is, which while is most kind of t-
5: that's kind of t- I don't know how I feel about that. I'm kind of glasses half empty on that. Like boy, hey, I'm glad he's our leader. But
7: Derek Rose is our leader. Now. But you know what? We said it <laughs> when All he right. showed up. Though this is a guy that has a lot of experience working with Tom Thibodeau, right? When, mm. Whenever you get into the Diagnostics of how a team is Put together there, There's always that one guy that cuts through and, and has to Be that bridge to the rest Of the squad and Derek Rose clearly With, with Tom Thibodeau and, and his lengthy history Couple of teams and, and now here in New York I mean it, it fits That he rises you'd think Maybe more in a Hey he's the coach on the bench And comes in and gives you some decent minutes No he's your scoring leader And he's the guy that makes the 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 offense move.
5: (laughs) He's the guy. He's got 26 right now off the bench. It's all Derrick Rose because nobody else can hit anything. I mean it's all Derek is doing this all by himself I've never as great a story as he is as, as, as much as I thought he was done he and Chris Paul I thought were done three years ago right and now look at them continuing to have their uh, different renaissances in the NBA I've never rooted for Derek Rose harder in my life than tonight like we <laughs> a, we absolutely have to have Derek Rose tonight to win if you told me that before the game started today I would say you're crazy but you would say no you're going to say to yourself we absolutely have to have Derek Rose tonight to win I would say well, yeah, you know he's a big guy off the bench for us. He'll give us some good minutes. He'll score, you know, twelve points. You know, like, we need a... no, no, no. You, if you don't have Derrick Rose tonight, you're not going to win this game. Never in my life have I needed Derrick Rose more than him tonight.
7: Wow, there, there's a bumper sticker. Never have I needed Derrick Rose. No. Yeah, I mean, I mean really, most. you could get it into a partnership with The Bachelor. Never have I needed a rose like I do now. <laughs> hey, Season TJ. 47 coming up next. The no, Knicks I needing just... a kiss
5: from a rose tonight and a couple of baskets to win this game.
7: Well, we got seal in. That's good. Yeah. We'll leave no stone unturned. <laughs> like Umberto
5: Echo wrote all those years ago, the name of the rose is Derek for the Knicks. TJ, what is it? La Vie and Rose, <laughs> like, like Lady Gaga sang in "A Star Is Born." La Vie and Rose, the life of the Knicks is Derek Rose. TJ,
7: so many other people have done it. Why'd you have to go to Gaga? Uh, well, yeah, but the thing, well, I, mean, well, I, I had not seen Maybe that not Bublé's too long. Ago. done it. Yeah, that's okay. Shelley's done it. Lanigan did it. <laughs> what with Lady? What's wrong with Lady Gaga? What Lady Gaga? That's all right. Love Ian Rose. That's what I did. Shouldn't need the press. The
5: rest of those guys, give them a little <laughs> bit of love, will you? I mean, I I went from at halftime, because this is how I ride the lightning with my teams, right? It's kind of like the Clippers, right? Last night, the Clippers wind up losing, and suddenly it's maybe two games left for Kawhi Leonard, right? And that's it. Two games left, and then he's going to go someplace else, and it's going to be one of those one of those situations where the Clippers are going to blow everything up, which we'll get to that coming up later on this hour. <laughs> and uh, But it, really, at halftime tonight, I'm saying to myself, we're going to Atlanta down 2-zip. The series is over. We're, you know, we're, Trey Young has been enough to get the Hawks by and you know, no matter what Bill de Blasio tries to do as he tries to get votes in New York by saying, hey, I'm for the Nets, I'm for the Knicks, I'm for everybody. It, it really, we're seeing the Knicks shortcomings and all I'm going to see is talking about on the show tonight is the Knicks need a score, they need this. I'm hearing all the shows tomorrow talking about what we talk about tonight and spewing it out their own way and I'm going, that's it. I mean, that, that's it. I mean, the Knicks were a great story but clearly, look how limited they are. I was crazy to to think they could go any, any further than this. Look at this. Julius Randle's not playing well, and they're relying on Derrick Rose, who's 47 years old, and R.J. Barrett's not having a big night. Nobody... I, I'm like, it's, I'm, I'm done. I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done, and I, you know, I was fool's gold, and everything, everything was going was going the opposite way. We were circling the drain. We were running out of sand, whatever hyperbole you want to put in there, every comparison, and it was, boy, the Knicks got as far as they could. Now I'm thinking, hey, we're 1-1. We win this series. We We'll give the Sixers a run, and then we'll see. Then we'll see the Nets in the conference finals. I'm back, baby. I'm back, man. I'm back. You're back, back in back. the New riding York. That I'm
7: no question. That yeah, I mean, look, it's the last score came came a long ways away for the for the Hawks at this point. I mean, we're going all the way back to the what five oh six mark. Uh, of the quarter when it was 99 91-91 and now we're looking at a 100-91. I mean, Julius Randle just put him to the century mark. Madison Square Garden is rocking and all of the guys not named Rose are up to 35%. And you know what's great about that stat? <laughs> it's not going to flip and matter.
5: <laughs> Since I've been talking, I have put it out there in the universe for the Knicks. I've put it out there in the universe and now they're up by nine with a minute 13 left to go i put it out there for the Knicks.
7: I've done De'a- it. I put it. DeAndre out there. Hunter just had a, uh, a beautiful lob on an inbound pass uh, as Trey Young was laughing and joking with the uh, people in the front row, so that was good to see. Uh, but a beautiful lob that would have cut it to seven, instead just gacked it. That's me. I put it out there. I made that miss because I put it
5: out there for the Knicks. Because you know what? Not only do the Knicks need this, the world needs this. The world needs this. Have you ever see one of those heartwarming videos online? We go, oh, you know, this is the video I need today. Where, you know, the kids running on the street and hugging each other. Or, oh, yeah, that's you know, a
7: great one. The little guys, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah.
5: Or, you know, or, or, the, or, the, or the dog that, that, that helps the other dog out of the pool when he's having trouble swimming. You, need, you, know, you know, heartwarming videos that you need. There's, you know, I needed that video today. The world needs the Knicks. Everybody needs this. Everybody needs the Knicks right now. Everybody needs this story.
7: Everybody does. Sure. I don't care if you hate the Knicks or not. Everybody needs this. You story. can try to sell the hell out of that all you want. I'm just going to sit here and sing the rose. You know, I just by I, Ben Midler. Some say love in a in I mean, know. think about that instead of one shining moment at the end of attorney. <laughs> it <laughs> is. Because if you can't get behind
5: a huge franchise who, for reasons unexplainable, have been absolute ass the past decade and does not cheer their comeback to mediocrity,
7: what story can you get behind in sports? Really? What kind of of hater and cold hearted? No, there's no. There's still the hatred of New York by a lot no, of folks. you can't hate these Knicks, No, though. they hate it, the coast, on. the New York it, bias, the the L.A. bias. It's all in the middle that people want to have a feel-good story. Just because it's been 2,932 days since you last won a playoff <laughs> game. <laughs> Uh, thanks for knowing that number, buddy. I, I uh, you know what? That. I I had value. Yeah, I also got know, a text from hey. our executive producer, Justin Prosper. But uh, <laughs> the, yeah, nobody's celebrating. You know why? Because James Dolan has been an eyesore, an earsore, if you saw him in concert. <laughs> and, and it's been a problem. The, the organization itself has been a problem. Nobody's feeling bad for you. Like I said, this is the first time the Garden is actually a basketball arena in a long, long time. Time. Great concert venue. No question about it. Great for award shows and whatever else you're doing. Maybe a couple of graduations as they strut across the stage. But it has not been a real basketball arena until tonight.
5: It has been longer than Cal Ripkin's consecutive game streak, <laughs> which he voluntarily stopped. He did. Then it's been for the Knicks to win a playoff game. Uh... 2,932, as you said, versus 2,632. So barely they're getting there. But it looks like the Knicks are going to do it. They are up nine with 25 seconds left to go. And it's going to be the Knicks wrap-up show for the next three and a half out. Knicks, 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 Knicks. I mean, this is insane. The Knicks are going to win a play. Who thought yeah, the Knicks winning a playoff game was going to be, you know, something 2021? Uh, it's uh, I mean, it. the crowd well, is, I mean, it is a rebirth right of the now.
7: world. That's what we're celebrating. Right. Uh, now, right? All the announcements. Hey, you're going yes. back to capacity here. Yes. The announcements here as of June 15th. Hey, 100 percent. So here's buy your Dodger tickets. And by the way, here's all the bobblehead days. So you can go pick those out, uh, you know, theme parks and opening the floodgates. So why shouldn't the Knicks actually win a game in the midst of all of that greatness? You know, you're right. Winning this game, it's like the birth of the sports world all over again. And Sting is there with 50 Cent. Yeah,
5: yeah. I thought it was Kenny Mayne for a while. That it was Kenny no. Mayne sitting there with 50 Cent. But no, oh, no. it's, it's clearly it's sting. sting. At
7: one point, he furrowed his brow. There was no disputing
5: it.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Knicks win
5: it. It is a final score. Can we treat this like bre- – I mean, this is breaking news. I mean, this is – there's nothing more breaking than this right <laughs> now. This is breaking news right now. I mean, well, I think we need to go to Steve DeSager so he can tell us what happened. I mean, we need to, we need to do it. You're going to go find it's Steve here. at home, are you? Oh, Stephen Hope. Oh, who's in tonight? Oh, Fenley's in tonight. Oh, yeah. He's going to love talking about this. Play it. Play the breaking news thing, Tyshirt. Play it. It's breaking. Play it. Yeah.
6: Breaking news from Tech Sports.
5: Because this is how we do it. Brian Fenley, what's breaking? Yeah, we have a win. Uh, Somehow the Knicks came back from oblivion and won a game. They make this a series against the Hawks. Derrick Rose is currently being talked to by the media. But with that, we send it back to the Knicks postgame show with <laughs> Jason Smith and Mike Harmon.
7: <laughs> Thank you, Brian Fenley. Yes. Mike yes. Harmon alongside noted uh, Knicks fan is. Jason Smith, who is just beside himself. Uh, and I, I got to agree. Glenn from Mason just put a, put a tweet to us, Jason, just saying, hey, is there anything better than watching the garden rocking? Uh, I mean, and I I got to say, as much as I I really wanted to watch you kind of squirm in misery all night, uh, that was pretty damn cool to see that second half. As a a fan of sport, uh, you had to feel a little bit of something watching that come together.
5: I mean, because just to be serious for a second and not not just, you know, hey, it's about the Knicks. It is about the Knicks. But this game, certain games. Count a little bit more for different reasons in the in the sporting world in the playoffs. Look, Laker playoff games count more than Mavericks playoff games. You know this is how it goes. Uh, but the Knicks winning this game, it's like this is it's one of those moments where hey or you understand how great sports is and how great it is to see everybody back and to see 15,000 fans on their feet in New York. When you never when did you think New York was going to be able to get 15,000 people to a game, you know, coming off of COVID. And it's, it's one of those moments that yes, it's one game in the playoff, but it's, here's a franchise that has been absolutely terrible for a decade. It's the biggest franchise in the entire league. You know, the Knicks and the Lakers have run the NBA since the peach basket was invented. And, And now to see them back and actually winning a game, it doesn't matter how many more games they win after this, but first Knicks playoff win in 3,000 days and the excitement level, it's there. Some games just count more. The excitement is just a little bit more there. And it was there for this game tonight. They could lose (laughs) lose the next three and lose the series. It doesn't matter. The Knicks have tonight.
7: No, just a a fantastic uh, effort. For the Knicks in the second half, our guy, uh, Bernie Fratto, just texted me, hey, remember Atlanta, 113 points per game uh, this season. Knicks and Thibodeau held them to 92, and that was a pretty good first half, right? Everything seemed to be working, and, and then it got Operation Shutdown. Trey Young was was not a factor in the second half. Derek Rose, who's getting all the at postgame interview love, uh, rallied up. But just on Twitter right now, Across social media, just everybody buzzing about the number of crowd shots for one.
5: But obviously,
7: <laughs> it's extolling the virtues of the fact that we're at a point where we have big crowds, that we're able to have big crowds at games, and nobody's doing the, the finger wagging like they did. Remember when we had the Texas Rangers announcement? I, I certainly thought, hey, you know what? We got to try sometime. Let's go. Did anything come of that? Nope. Yeah, we got that that. that worked out well. And a number of other circumstances where there were fans in in attendance and everybody led and screamed on on radio and TV, this is bad, this is terrible. At some point, you got to try it. Did anything come from any of that? No. And now we got the Garden back and the Knicks playing relevant, meaningful (laughs) basketball. I can't get that sentence out without kind of chuckling a little bit. But after all these years, the Garden awakens. And it's not Sting on stage. He's in the crowd <laughs> watching the events. This is like in which Friday
5: the 13th wasn't where the girl got really uh, uh, upset and she ran down. She had the telekinetic powers and she brought Jason back to life. He was in the bottom oh, of, the, of the lake. Oh, and he yeah, was yeah, too. yeah.
7: Yeah, he had the, From he the went, bottom he had the of a dark Scottish lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That she brings him so back I'm to start life. Singing singing synchronicity too while we're
5: at it. <laughs> That's what's happening. I mean, really, the crowd awakening MSG, it's, it's like one of those seminal moments uh, for the world of sports. It really is something. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hey, a couple of big things to tell you about coming up. Looks like Donovan Mitchell's going to be back in the lineup tonight. Surprise, surprise. Uh, We got the Jazz coming up in action. We'll keep you updated on that. But, hey, big things to know about what we've seen in the NBA tonight. And the day in Aaron Rodgers didn't go the direction we thought it was going in, but, oh, boy. Did we have a lot of fun. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hey, AutoZone has more ways for you to start your job your way. That means getting what you need fast. Some jobs can't wait, and that's why AutoZone offers free same-day store pickup. With their free same-day store pickup, you can order online and pick it up today at more than 5,600 AutoZone locations. Some jobs can wait, and that's why AutoZone offers free next-day delivery on orders over 35 bucks. Free next-day delivery is available on over 100,000 parts. Visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast, get in the zone, AutoZone. Keep it right here. We are rolling right now. Jason and Mike, Fox. Didn't think the Knicks
6: were gonna win this game. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
5: Yeah, I feel like it's my. I feel like it's my birthday, it's Christmas, and Did it's Arbor Day, and it's and it, and it's National Cake Day, and I'm gonna go get the, one of those cakes from McDonald's where I got to order it ahead of time and I get one of those big cakes. Oh, it's a, today's a big Cake Day.
7: I think that's I mean, a pretty I, good move. I, I think that would it, be a solid, spectacular way to cap your day after we do four hours of fantastic Sports Dog Radio.
5: Oh no, I may have to go out. I may have to get the cake brought in like before the show's over. Like I'm gonna need cake tonight. Like I'm gonna use tonight well, as an excuse to do anything I want to. Like, I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to online shop. I'm going to do whatever. I'm going to eat whatever I want to well, tonight. if you could find Why? me one of those one.
7: area code hats, I'd appreciate it.
5: <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I don't think they're, they're going to make those area code hats. I, well,
7: I, I think I, they're, I, they're I, correcting I them, and then they'll bring them <laughs> back would be my guess. <laughs> but oh. well, we'll see.
5: Wait, so 781 is not the area code? Here? No, it's 718. Ooh, all right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll fix that. We'll, we'll bring that <laughs> back really fast. D- don't worry about it. We'll, we'll have that going. Uh, I'm actually old enough to remember when you didn't have to dial the area code. When you were able to just dial, you know, someone's number seven digits in, that lived in the same state you did. Like in, in New York, it was always 212. And then 718 shows up when I'm like in my early teens. I'm like, what 718,
7: is, what is that?
5: Now it's my whole life. It's been, yes, 718 prior to 718.
7: There you go. That's I how mean, it is. That, that's the way you do it. You know, you can always just spray paint that on the, on the side of a hat. Or I've got a new mm. machine that you can put a tattoo of it on your arm if you need to.
5: Okay. All right. Hey, Nick's tats off with the final score of tonight's game one hundred one ninety two. You can do that too. Put it right on there. Uh, so here's what we're gonna do right now. I'm gonna spend the next few minutes uh, recapping every play from this Knicks game from the jump sure. ball. Okay. John Collins misses a twenty three foot jumper at the eleven forty four mark. Eleven forty two of the first quarter. Julius Randall gets a defensive rebound. Eleven thirty four mark. Nerlens Noel misses a two point uh-huh. shot. I'm still working on my
7: telekinesis to see okay. if I can get Zoe to come in and stab you with a fork.
5: <laughs> okay. What, isn't this? I mean, the, the Knicks are the story. The Knicks are it, man. The Knicks are it. This is it,
7: man. Look well, but if you're going to do a, a reading of the play by play, there's got to be some drama there.
5: Mm. Can't just okay. be a matter All right. of
7: fact. Well, hey, and and speaking of. I mean, you could say that he pitchforked it through or whatever you were going to (laughs) do.
5: I mean. Uh, A couple of things before we get to what we're seeing right now in the NBA is that, you know, last (laughs) night we talked about how ridiculous it was that the Knicks, uh, that the Lakers and the Clippers were both on at the same time. It made no sense, right? I mean, the Clippers were such a big story after losing last night, but everybody wanted to watch the Lakers. It was just stupid to do that. Um,. Tonight, you have Memphis and Utah running unopposed, okay? Look, hey, for, for go, good Chris. NBA fans, you know, for NBA fans, for you're a hardcore NBA fan, yeah, you're going to watch this game, right? But really, Memphis and Utah, you couldn't, put, you couldn't wait a day and put the, uh, put the Lakers on or put the Clippers on. You couldn't do that. You're waiting two days anyway, right? You're doing everything for television. You, this is what you want? You want Memphis, Utah running unopposed? I mean, you need some coming off this Knicks Hawks game. It, uh, I lived and died a thousand deaths in that game. People who had nothing at stake in this game are going, I'm winded, man. I'm whipped. This was an incredible game and the gardens going crazy. And it looked like a sporting event from a year and a half ago. And that's how exciting it was. I'm, uh, give me something bigger. Now we're going to give you Memphis and Utah. Oh, uh, all, right. all right. And what else? No, just Memphis and Utah. The, but the Clippers? No, no, no. We had them on last night. But you could have had them on tonight. No, no, no. We want them on the same time as the Lakers. Why? Tell you well, what, they'd like to play
7: tonight to uh, since they lost yesterday. They'd, they'd like to say, "Hey, that <laughs> one doesn't count." Put us on now,
5: please. <laughs> Wipe it out. I mean, the, I mean, look, I love that the Knicks have the spotlight all to themselves. You know, because it's not every day the Knicks win a playoff game. I mean, you know, it's two thousand nine hundred and thirty-two days uh, yeah. since that happened. So uh, it starts singing a while. It like rent. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been 2000. It's been, but uh, really, okay. Where are we going after this? We're going to Memphis and Utah. And it's nice that Donovan Mitchell's back. And but that that's a big story for hardcore NBA fans as Mitchell is back. In the end, it's okay. It's, yeah, John Morant's a big story for hardcore NBA fans. And and I, I get that part of it. But uh, wow, really? You had the you had you had the LA markets on opposite each other when you're doing everything for TV, and then you couldn't save one of those games. For now, for tonight. You couldn't have the Knicks and Hawks be in, the, be in the first of the double feature and then have Clippers and, and the Mavericks be the second game. Right, because don't you want to break Luka Doncic as an absolute bleeping superstar across the league? Because as good as he is, as great as he is, he's not a name that the average NBA fan knows like they know KD or LeBron, you know Julius Randle, Emmanuel Quickly, Derrick Rose. You know, there's other guys they still don't know. You want to break <laughs> Luka Doncic, right? You want you want him to have games on national TV in the playoffs where everybody is watching. He makes shots like that crazy-ass three, who just decided to fall to the side and throw it up with 18 seconds left in the shot clock. Uh, you kind of want to break stars like that. You kind of want to have that. I don't understand. Well, that was his
7: shock G tribute. He Mm. fell to the side like his leg was broken. (laughs)
5: Uh, so we'll keep you updated on this game you Memphis and Utah it is 8-5 Memphis with the lead John Moran has just gone in for a breakaway layup Uh, but it's not just about the Knicks tonight because well clearly mostly it is but this play from Philadelphia's win over the Wizards Bears close uh, uh scrutiny because of what happened. Russell Westbrook coming out of this game, look, and this was never a close game, all right, yeah. the Philadelphia was up big in this, and they never, they, they cruise right? They win 120 to 95, was a big night. Uh, Joel Embiid had 22 and seven, was balanced scoring along the way for the 76ers. But for Russell Westbrook, who left the game with injury a couple of times, he had this happen when he was walking through the tunnel to the locker room to go get examined.
8: Come out and cheer, come out and boo, yell all you want. We encourage that. This is just plain stupidity. Somebody points some popcorn, and any athlete, being Westbrook or
7: whomever, they are pumped with their adrenaline. He's probably feeling bad. His team may be en route here to losing this game, too.
5: Uh, NBC Sports Philadelphia on the call. A fan throws popcorn at Russell Westbrook as he's leaving the court. And yes, there's the the obvious part of the conversation which is fans can't do this, right? The fan was found by security and escorted out. So that's that's the right thing that has to happen. But here's what what I always, you know, I catch a little bit in my throat or or when I see something like this happen is that you now no longer can trust what the response is going to be when you do something like that. Because usually it's been, you know, you, you have a lot of, of, of security on the court and players are protected, but in certain situations, uh, not so much. A guy's walking off the court and, and people can do this. Russell Westbrook, we've seen him in the past. If someone says something, someone does something, he's a guy that's not going to say, yeah, whatever, you're, you're an idiot and I'm going, to let, uh, I'm going to let the security escort you out. No, I'm going to come after you. And if, if he couldn't get held back, if he was being bro- walked to the locker room by one guy, let's just say it was a, a you know, a, a team physician of some kind walking him back, he's into the stands, and who knows what happens after that. right? You, you can no longer uh, count on the fact that if a fan does something, players back off and say, okay, we're going we're gonna to throw him out of the game. That, that line has now blurred, where if a fan wants to be a part of the game, you have seen players say, you want to be part of the game? Okay, come here, let's be part of the game. Right. Let's be part of the game. The NBA players don't sit back anymore and say, you know what? I'm going to let you be an idiot and do this. No, no, no. You want to yell something at me or do something? You want to be part of it? Come here. Let's be part of it. And that's the that's the thing that's go one day is going to explode. And, and that when I see something like this, I'm like, Westbrook, he's the one guy. That's go, I'm going to go in the stands and, and kill this person, you know, not literally kill, but I'm going to go. And there's going to be a fight. And who knows what happens after that? I mean, that's the thing is that you can no longer say that Hey, if a fan does something that's ridiculous. All right. You're getting thrown out. We're cleaning it up. We're moving on. Doesn't happen in the NBA. You see, you've seen LeBron go at it with fans, you know, and when, when, who are yelling at him and yelling at things. It, that, that line is now gone, man. There's such a close uh, proximity relationship between fans on the sideline now and, and and players on the court where they can't ignore it like they used to, or they don't want to, or they feel like they don't have to. You know, you're going to come and you're going to say this. You're going to throw stuff at me. Guess what? I, I'm not going to sit back and go, hey, uh, you know, I'm I'm going to allow other other people to handle this. I'm going to handle it myself.
7: Yeah, there's a lot going on right now. I mean, because we've certainly seen uh, even in some of the interviews that we we've heard, you know, different discussion points. Right. Kyrie Irving talking about returning to Boston and and hoping that. You know, fans will be civil, be boisterous, but respectful and and not get into pejoratives and and certainly not racially charged language. Uh, You've got in in tennis uh, about interviews and and mental health coming into the, the question, right, of how how people will be able to either be granted the interviews or, or it'll be one-on-one individually chosen things of that nature uh and, and then certainly players are, are going to take that that line's kind of getting dr- taken away right a bit erased um players saying all right if the security's not going to take care of business uh we're not we're not here to, to be abused right verbally hey you want to boomy me me you want to have a sign unless you're a Dodger fan in Houston where they come and take them away. You know, bring a sign and, and tell me, you know, that you hate me. That's fine. But, you know, this kind of interaction, yeah. I mean, you're going to have, I, I hate the term malice in the palace, but that's what it's been dubbed. That's how everybody knows it. That's not going to be a rarity. We're going to see another one of those. Uh, if these kind of incidents continue. So, Russell Westbrook limping back, terrible game, as you heard the announcer say in the clip that we played, right? It's it's injury plus they've been drummed. They were absolutely thoroughly beaten. And, you know, the one thing we celebrate about Russell Westbrook is he, he wears his, his heart on his sleeve and he plays hard for 48, and he's just coming off the court and you do that. Yeah, I, I don't blame him for the reaction at all.
5: Yeah, I mean, that, that's where play, players have to feel that you're protecting me. And if you're not protecting me, I'm going to protect myself. Yeah. All right. And if I, if I don't feel safe, then guess what? I got to do it myself. And I completely get that from players. I completely get how many times does somebody have to throw a beer or, or, or popcorn or yell something that really shouldn't be yelled at a game? or something? How many times does that have to happen before you see another explosive moment like that? You know, I mean, it it really every time I say I go, oh man! I mean, when this happened, and I see it, and I go, and I'm, you know, there were like six people that had to hold Russell Westbrook back. And if you didn't have six people, forget it. You weren't holding him back. He was the one guy like, hey, come on, let's hold him back, let's hold him back. And I still thought he was going to get by everybody. Well, and and even if he did,
7: I mean, you have no idea whether he's just going to go and you're going to have a verbal. But we know how quickly that escalates from there, right? Just the hey, let's talk this out, be men about it, or. I, I, I think it was a man that, that did it and shouted whatever he did as he dumped the popcorn bucket. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's just asinine. It's like, welcome back. This this was our welcome back moment in so many different ways, right? Mm. For the Knicks, we have, oh, look at that crowd. How great is that? And then we have idiot fans that, you know, you ruin it for the rest of us.
5: mm unbelievable unbelievable you're right you know in a way this is the fir- i mean this is the first story we've done that's had to be do with fans at a game Right? I mean, think about yeah. that. Like, this this is a story that we used to do pretty regularly with fans. Okay. Like, hey, this fan did this. How many times did you see video of, of a football player who's screaming at a guy because a guy yells something and he's coming off the field right. at the end of a game or something else? I mean, it was a pretty regular thing. It was a pretty regular thing to hit blogs and to hit websites. And, hey, look at this on Twitter and this goes viral. Uh, this is the first time. Now, now, now it, it is. It feels normal. You know, it, it's from the, from the 15,000 at Madison Square Garden going absolutely crazy crazy to this moment it's like okay we're kind of back to where we were now fans at games and and the issues and the good that comes of it and and the the rough part that comes of it it's it's really you're sitting here right now and at at the at the end of may and saying hey welcome back you know welcome back this is exactly what we've talked about for a long long time about hey fans are back fans are back now the exciting part of it but there's this part
6: of it too podcast. podcast.
5: But when the Knicks win on a night, you play this song, you doubly feel good.
7: See how quickly it came to the, to the front <laughs> of the uh, playlist today? Getting you all hyped like you're outside of MSG dancing on yes. cars. <laughs> you uh, jumping uh, the- up and down with Spike Lee. All you need is one of those cool orange hats, and you're ready to go. <laughs> but no one told me. Uh, listen, we'll have more on the NBA
5: coming up in a few minutes. Uh, but, hey, look, a big story in the NFL today, and I really I'm shocked because I have said many times that Tua Tungavailoa is a guy that just needs – an offseason, he needs to be given the chance to be the guy, get all the reps, and to not think about it when he's throwing the football downfield. I don't know if he's paranoid about throwing an interception or not, but every game last year he needed the entire first half to get going. And now this year, look, everybody wants to, you know, the Dolphins seem like they want to turn the page on, Tua. They don't know if they really want him for whatever reason. They don't seem to like him going on in Miami. And maybe today we kind of got the reason why, because Tua Tungavailoa does an interview and says, oh, yeah, last year, the playbook, nah, I didn't know it so well.
6: I didn't actually know the, the playbook necessarily <coughs> really, really good. And that's on no one else's fault, you know, but my fault. Our, our play calls were simple when when I was in. You know, I didn't have alerts and checks, whereas now, you know, feeling more comfortable you know, I can kind of maneuver my way, you know, through, through these things now. He
5: didn't know the playbook so good. I didn't, I didn't know it so good. How did you know it? I don't know. Not so good. Uh, that's, that's inexcusable. That's inexcusable, and I don't know why you would mention that. I mean, look, I always like when people tell the truth, but why would you say I didn't know the playbook last year? I mean, that's something that no matter what You would expect a guy who's drafted very high to be the future of the franchise to know the playbook. What the hell is the guy doing? I don't know the playbook. What else is going on in your life outside of being the starting quarterback of the Miami Dolphins? You don't know the playbook? How do you not know the playbook? Is it because you didn't study it? Because you just felt like, you know what, I'd rather play Fortnite, man. I mean, really, you know, I know they got the playbook and we put in a bunch of extra reads and, you know, we put in some new audibles. But, oh, man, this Fortnite game is off the hook. Is it just I I couldn't understand it? I I didn't know it because I I couldn't understand what was going on and I needed it to be explained more to me, which if you don't understand stuff, the coaches have to make it simple for you. Uh, The fact I didn't know the playbook like I should. I mean, there's no wiggle room out of that statement. I, I see this, and I go from last year. I go from, from after last season when I said, is going to be fine. You're going to see You're going to give him this year. I don't know that this year isn't his last year with Miami. Because if he doesn't come out like a house on fire, then they're going to turn the page on him. And after this year, it's going to be, sorry, we're going after another quarterback. I really, because you, you can tell they are di- They're, they're they got their finger over the button that's hovering. And the finger is just sitting there, and it's hitting back and forth like uh, 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 the Don on Breaking Bad. when he's, he's, waiting to, he's waiting to press the button. Ding, ding, ding. He's just waiting to press that button. That's what's going on in Miami right now. They're waiting. that If you blow it, we're going to move on from you really, really fast. Now, certain things make sense. And with Tua, if he doesn't have a great year, they're going to move on. Like you can, if, if they're ready, if they're waiting for one thing to happen, or they're ready for him to not have, have take a big step or not show that I can be the franchise quarterback. This is it. They were almost ready to do it after year one. They sure as hell are going to do it after year two. There's just as big a chance he's not on the team this year as he is the starting quarterback after 2021. I, is my Mike Harmon silent
7: now? Apparently. Oh well, you that. know what? You silenced you are, me buddy with your brilliance. Uh, uh, that no, happens sometimes. Well. Rarely. Uh, I also, you also know, just wanted to make sure I didn't cough on you uh, from uh, you know, our 30 miles away or whatever it is. Uh, look, it, th- disappointing that he'd come to and bring this to light. Uh, no, nobody on the team had at least outwardly called him out on this, right? The coaches haven't said anything. The front office hasn't said anything. You haven't had any teammates speak uh, ill of him. Uh, and now you've basically – all your critics that watched – the bits and pieces of games and when he was pulled for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Look, I've said it a number of times. They were caught in between the growth and where the team's headed versus an opportunity to actually go out and maybe get to the playoffs. So what happened if you you didn't – you stalled? All right, Fitzpatrick's there and he's playing well. Let's go. Let's do it again. And and gave it all the benefit of the doubt of a guy that had missed a lot of on-field work for rehab. Instead, it becomes you don't know the playbook. That's so damning Uh, and and really shows, like like you said, how many rumors have been there for other quarterbacks, including the embattled uh, disaster that is Deshaun Watson, as it sits right now, that 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 could still be in play if he's not ready to go uh, this fall. And he just added a mountain of extra pressure on himself by acknowledging I wasn't being a pro. And now what has he done to his trade value? Because yes. I, I told you the Dolphins will get involved for Aaron
5: Rodgers. Hey, we'll take Aaron. We'll, give, sure. we'll We'll throw you to it. Now it's, oh, the guy didn't know the playbook? Oh, man. Uh, we got more in this. Another big story out of the NBA coming up next right here. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon. This is Fox.